Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, welcome to Healing from Harmony Hall. This is Frances Micklin speaking. I report in from my bioarchitecture, that is, sacred geometry retreat in Kilkenny in Ireland. And the main reason for the show is to try and shift up everybody's minds and perspectives from old paradigm to new paradigm thinking. And I think the simplest way that can happen is to go from referencing and identifying yourself and your progress with any feedback you get and judging yourself by any external developments in your life to what I call self-referencing. So you're not looking outside yourself to see how things are going. You're looking inside yourself. And if it feels good and it feels right, then you do it. You push forwards with the total strength of your convictions. To help with this, I've talked to some brilliant people. Uh, one man who worked for NASA and blew the whistle on the American government when the Challenger spaceship blew up. He demonstrated for us how you can have courage and independence of mind and follow what you know needs to happen and needs to be flagged up and said. And then I talked to my architect on the symmetry between men and women. And I talked to the founder of the Peace Intention, who clarified how we have to go inside to find what there is there stored in our memory banks that is stopping us from creating peace. And amongst various other amazing visionaries, I talked to Margaret Denmead, who is a powerful hypnotherapist, also based in Ireland, down in County Tipperary, who helps people address specific topics. Maybe it's weight, maybe it's smoking, Anything destructive or self-destructive can be addressed by moving into this new paradigm where you become independent of mind, you become objective and yet compassionate and compassionately self-aware of what you've got going on inside you that is creating and perpetuating your current trials and tribulations and can also set you up by this new understanding of how we are all really connected that allows you access to an enormous power for a magnificent creation next time round. We're literally talking of a creation of world peace, of kindness between all people and animals. And of course, from this new perspective, we can even address rebalancing the climate, we can clean up our water, clean our air, our soils, and make everything healthy again. Instead of that oscillation between suffering and gratification, we can move into a state of self-acceptance and continual conscious creations. So that's what's at stake, and it's all totally possible. And because it's what I have spent a lot of time thinking about. Uh, it occurred to my friend Margaret Denmead, great hypnotherapist at www.margaretdenmead.com, that she should interview me for one or two weeks and see what we come up with 
and see if I have anything important to say for myself. So here goes. I just want to ask you, you, you wrote a book called How to Live as One. I had such fun Tell trying to think of the title of that, that book. Isn't it fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because I've, I've, I started writing. Uh, well, I say started writing, but I, I did start writing when I was 21. You yes. know, and I was, uh, it was just I was writing a letter to a friend. And you know when you write a letter to somebody, you make an effort to make it really funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. really yes. engaging. You yes. don't kind of go like a journal. Well, I then went... Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, my mum came over, and yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, I, I learned this kind of style of writing, and it, it, and it, that first one was a sort of a novel, and based on events. And then I, I read a book which I loved called The Palladian Agenda by Barbara Hansel, wow. and that was explaining a nine-dimensional universe which was the first dimension being the iron core at the centre, second being the elements, third being us lot in 3D, the fourth being a canopy of karma and intuition. So karma is the lid and intuition is our way through. Fantastic. And then fifth dimension is the energy clearing, unconditional love, compassion, and sixth dimension is sacred geometry. Fantastic. And pure light structures. And the seventh dimension is sound, Uh, uh, Some composers are more seventh dimension than others. (laughs) I mean, mean, there's a lot of classics that that aren't really seventh dimension. Uh, Eighth dimension is our connection to other planets. Ninth dimension is the way to get there, Um, or maybe they're the other way around. And the tenth dimension is unknowable. (laughs) So, uh, and, and basically it was really flowery. And, you know, and there was all these fantastic moon manifestation techniques and reptilian uh, connections and in our ancestry. And I was like, wow. But I, I kind of had the feeling as I read it, I was probably the only person, maybe 20 people, who would love that. Mm. Because it was too flowery. Yes. It wasn't too yes. flowery, but it just took a certain sort of person. Yes. And I thought, I could write that book in, like, 10 pages. Right. <laughs> yes. Just to get... The amazing truths out there, uh, you that, know, yes. um, that people would relate to. Mm. More and people would relate to. Yes. So then I started writing again. That was my motivating force, that book. But then I started writing again, and I was only a paragraph into it, and it turned out to be a murder mystery. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and it was called The Vegan Federation. Embrace the morning With a new connection just look around you There's colors everywhere Into the sunrise Out of the shadows Outside your window The world awaits you there You know that to be alone And greet the morning with a new connection. Just look around you, there's colors everywhere. 
basically a, a thriller, you know, with two people, um, yeah, lo- lots of problems, people trying to do the right thing and uh, shift the balance in favour of the animals <laughs> and get a little bit of compassion around here and, and how wrong it can go and what tools vegans have <laughs> yes. to, uh, to win the day. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it wasn't nothing to do with this. Well, it was. Yeah, was. Yeah. There was all the spiritual yeah, concepts. There was a story, there. the concepts were underneath it. Yes. Yeah. But it was definitely, uh, you know, there was the fact there were two dead bodies, you know, but then the first paragraph, I thought, this isn't the book that I was planning, planning to write originally. <laughs> yeah. And then this book, How Livers One, I consider to be channeled. Not in a really ambient way that there's a particular entity that spoke through me. But just that I suddenly found myself at a stage where I'd let go of so much self-identity mm-hmm. that, you know, do I have something to say that the other 50 million books didn't say? Yes. Or hadn't got covered. Yes. You know, what's worth doing, you know, which mm-hmm. obviously relates to self-worth, is to allow a paragraph through at a time. Yes. And it, it will be what needs to be said. Yes. So uh, that's how that's how it worked. Literally, I wrote one paragraph every day, and right. uh, so it's, it, lots of people have said about it. They really they love the fact that each section stands alone. There's it, nuggets of information yes. in each paragraph. Exactly. For you to digest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I do cover the the different dimensions of the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do cover of ideas on interacting with nature and, and how to use the infinite organising power of nature, everything that I've ever understood about sacred geometry and how to use it in your life for more mm-hmm. coherence, 
how clearing, to, how to clear, yes. how to get neutral. And in a way, it's all about clearing because what I do is I go through every area of life and every uh, energy field that I've come across, and that might be there's your uh, etheric energy field, which is the area around you, mm-hmm. uh, and there's your uh, emotional energy field, how to get methodical mm-hmm. about clearing what you've come across. So if you come across as a, a car accident, mm-hmm. you know, so we do personalise it just by saying yes. so someone else's car accident, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. right, what's happening here? Is there some, is there some way... I contributed to this. Is there something in me that is creating this situation down the line mm-hmm. you know, for, for other people or for myself? And you just tune in and you find out what area it's in mm-hmm. and you clear it. Yes. And basically, with the clearing, you literally just swing the pendulum mm-hmm. and as, it, as it's swinging, it is dissipating the memory or information that you have stored in your heart that is eliciting a train crash further down yeah, the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And uh, so but basically, that's how it happens. It, it, uh, I mean, you say you're clearing it an accident, just, just, just so that I can understand it a bit yeah. more. Uh, you're clearing the energy of what created the accident? Are you clearing the, you know, uh, the, uh, if there was a previous accident there beforehand? Exactly. Um, uh, what might have happened to these people? Yes. Okay. Yeah, all those things... And also, amazingly, each thing is, in a very real sense, created by ourselves. So I've had people, I mean, an extraordinary situation, like my uh, one client had, had gone to visit a parent of a friend. Mm-hmm. Not close friends. That parent was in hospital, very, very sick yes. and, uh, and angry, you know, on death's door. And on her way away, she asked... Is there anything in me that is holding his situation in place? Yes. She got a yes and cleared it, and within minutes got a phone call from a friend saying, he's completely calmed down. That anger seems to have just washed away. Wow. And so it's not that you then take, you know, you blame yourself. Because I was thinking some of your listeners might go, hang on, how am I responsible for that accident that you just came upon? You know, but it sounds bit, you know, for, and just to help people understand. Yes, it's to help people yeah. understand, yeah. and 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 how we can take responsibility for ourselves in in an empowering way. So we're not saying, right, let's find how I caused this calamity. Mm. You're saying, no, I am prepared to look. What you're saying is, I'm prepared to look at everything and acknowledge it. Yes. And acknowledge my past. So acknowledge being the word even rather than take responsibility. I'm just acknowledging. Yes. 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 And also, because what you're doing is you're you're keeping recognising how you can help. Yes. You're keeping recognising how you are an energetic being interacting with every other energetic asset. And so that's what we're reaffirming. We're not reaffirming you know, how messed up we are mm-hmm. yeah. and, and life is, we're reaffirming how interactive and how positively we can participate. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, and it is wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. I, would, I'd, I would like to... Without people think, even realising you're doing it, you're able to do that for them. Yeah. You know, you're going by, as you said, an accident, and you're able to just, you know, tune in, help clear it and, and, and help them. And it's fantastic.
because it's a way of contributing to this universe, this earth that we're in, without going, hi, I did that. Did I tell you I did that? Yeah. Can I have credit for doing that? <laughs> totally. Yeah. You it's, know. It's, it's, it's really nice. And that was the other thing about what the book turned out to be when I read it back was a very coherent journey from inevitability to empowerment. Yes. So what I mean by that is uh, when I first meet somebody, they are stuck in inevitability, whether it's a karmic pattern mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, a belief that this is how it's always been, this is how it's always going to be. Mm-hmm. Or it's an assumption that you're, you only have a short life and you're not going to do much with it. So I clear all the forms of inevitability. Yes. And that is happening even if you're just reading the book. Yes. So that's you know, because of the interactive nature of energy, yes. just by allowing this and remembering that anything I say is just a reflection of something you know already. Yes. yes. And it's already doing the work. Yes. Even with before you get a pendulum out or do anything else. Help people learn how to, to bring their own soul back when yes. it leaves the building. Yes. How to assimilate it again. Great. Uh, where where it goes, the importance of soulful intention. So and the other inevitabilities are entity attachments and karma. So yes. there's just things that are, keep you on a hamster wheel of uh, repeated patterns and unhappiness and exactly. suffering. Yes. Uh, and powerlessness and victimisation. Yes. And uh, blame is one of them. Blame, so yeah. just yeah. pulling ourselves away from that understanding of what's going on, in, and then we can start getting creative. And then it's how to be present. So the first section is clearing the dense, deep inevitabilities. The second section is how to get present, how to be present in different environments. First of all, something we spend a lot of time on, just with ourselves. Yes. You know, I'm going to notice what's coming up for me yes. and uh, acknowledge it. And uh, then how to be present for your environment. You know, and that was me going around to all the ancient places and tuning into or the war-torn and the conflict and the holy, you know, the beautiful churches where there's been a lot of effort and skill and craftsmanship and belief and faith, all the things that, you know, that you can upload as well. Yes. And then going to people's houses and clearing the spiritual problems. And I'd say half of it is environmental, like radiation and problems underground, and half of it is people who've lived in the house and left memories or even really dense grief energy which sometimes is poltergeist energy and that can come in and you, you know yourself yeah. that, that there's all sorts of channels where difficulties can pass in bring into yeah. your life so it's again it's a matter of spotting them and, and integrating them as neither good nor bad so it goes from inevitability to how to be present to yourself to your environment and then in an intimate relationship yes Always a great challenge. Great, yeah, yeah, great. As they said in that workshop I went to with you years ago, uh, relationships are the new ashram. (laughs) Everything that needs to come up will come up. Will come up. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so, uh, and looking about that, about how to not fill your hearts with too much television or ruin your time together through fear about money or who's making bigger contribution to the household or whatever it is, to be really present so that your nearest and dearest get the best of you. Yes. And And vice versa. And vice versa.
I bring to roses and I bring to wine If I make the moment Will you make the time Under the spotlight Of the moon and the stars Let's make this a long night In each other's arms If I play the music, will you sing the song? And we can make sweet sounds all night long. I wait for the sunrise to light up your eyes. Let's make this a moment by each other's side. I bring the roses And I bring the wine If I make the moment You make the time Close to the ocean In a warm summer breeze Two hearts in motion Two souls in need Wait for the sunrise to light up these skies. Let's make this a moment by each other's side. Make this a moment by each other's And then the final stage is is creating. It's, say, the law of attraction. What can we create? And a, a way to actually consciously decide, right, today I'm creating for the world, say, world peace. I'm going to send, through the same clearing method that's cleared a problem, I'm going to send resonant, totally light energy to put my arms around the entire world all the people who are suffering from conflict and all the people that are creating it to serve their own ends and helping whatever is holding that in place to dissipate. Yes. So, and you can can do it. And you could say you could be like a mad megalomania setting in. (laughs) But, you know, I just try and do... But you can hold a space for the world because when we're in confusion or we're in conflict... It's very difficult to see a solution. Yes. And if you get somebody holding a space so that that energy can dissipate, yes. then the ideas can come through. For people who need to have those ideas. Yeah, those ideas. Yeah. Their ideas can come true. So it doesn't, as you say, it doesn't have to, you don't have to focus on any one individual. Why not focus on the entire world?
back to one of the first things I learned about energy clearing which was that we were told that you should clear something for somebody else because that's what broadens your horizons yes. so we were putting if you're clearing for somebody else you it's automatically going to clear within yourself yes and you're yeah. like so say our horizons cross a little bit yes. you're you're drawing into into your awareness and your comfort zone what was in turmoil for them but also what they've come to terms with is drawing what was in turmoil for you, for you. into resonance, so, or into harmony, however you want to put it. And that's why I went around clearing ancient houses and, and clearing for an, any animals that I met or, and any people, people who died. That was what I started doing, Pe- animals and people who died. It was, yeah. it was mainly mediumship work to start with. And then I managed to get excited about clearing people as well who were still living. I yeah. think the problem yeah. was with people that I couldn't come to initially is because I could I wanted them to take responsibility for themselves. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see their innocence. Yes. And that, what that meant was I couldn't yet see my, my own, own innocence. innocence. So it's been a real journey for me Fantastic. over 10, 10 years. And you know, um, one part of your journey that I have always been fascinated with, um, and it's the, it's the part of you that's a vegan. Ah. And I know that I always... Um, I, well, I never related to it, you know, because I've always felt, look, you know, you eat meat, you eat meat, you know. But I've gone to your house on occasions and I've had some amazing meals that I wouldn't have known were vegan. Yeah. I really wouldn't have known. 
And I'm just wondering, you know, did, were you a vegetarian first and then you became a vegan? Was this a step? How did yeah. you know that you, you know, deep down that you could commit to being a vegan? Well, it's funny because there were steps. But the, the thing is, I mean, uh, it's, it's great because I love the fact that at Harmony Hall, all those sorts of things can happen. You know, it, like you can be vegan and it's not a huge, massive compromise. You don't have to have a full-time job, but you're not going completely bankrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, can, you can, I want my life and Harmony Hall to be somewhere where live the change you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. So be living proof yes. that there is a lovely way to, to live and eat and nourish ourselves mm. that is completely harmless. Yes. So that's, that's what inspired me inspired to get nice meals yes. together. Yes. And for a long time I was you know, perfecting meals that you would think you're using the veggie mints. Yes. Uh, nobody would know. I mean, sometimes I'd even offer a veggie option, even though the whole thing was vegan. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that nobody would feel that they're... I, I, the word that came to me was, um, when I think of being a vegan, I think of almost famine brain. I'm, I'm not going to get enough. There's not going to be enough food. Yes. Uh, there's not going to be enough options mm. uh, to satisfy um, my love of food. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I straight away go into famine brain when I think about being vegan. But I have to say some of the options you have created. I mean, you know, your chocolate cake. I, I never <laughs> yeah. thought I'd get a bit of chocolate cake and, and banana cake. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it tastes just as delicious as... Actually, and probably even, I have yeah. to admit, even more delicious <laughs> than some of the ones with, with dairy products in them. Yeah, and, and yeah. That's, that's brilliant. I mean, I think it's such fun to be cooking uh, and, and to be making things. Thank you. 
it was funny because people have different ways around it. Like my friend, Yanni, because of our chef's background, he makes some delicious food and his idea is what would people like to eat? Yes. And your idea as well, in a way, is what is, is having enough and what would you like to eat? Whereas I have a slightly, <laughs> I don't know, it's obviously something from my past that I think my mum must have said to me in the past, well, you get what you're given. <laughs> you <laughs> you take what you're given. Yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And not in a bad way. Yeah. It's like, well, if, if what we've got is vegetables, mm. you know, and a nice selection of vegetables, and we'll put that together and we'll enjoy that. We don't think, oh, I wish I had something else. Or I'll ask yeah, it's you not complete what you unless there's meat and two veg. Yeah. Yes, it's a, that's a habit, and it's an Irish thing, I don't know, I'm, oh. I'm sure it's part of around the world as well, but, you know, for us, uh, dinner isn't dinner, and it's a bit of meat and veg. Yes. Dinner. Well, yeah, and I that's mean, what we knew. Yes. You know? Yes, but it, it's been great, and for, and for me, the way it worked, and this is a great gift that I am so thankful for, and I'm hoping that it's part of the clearing process for other people as well, is that old habits fall away so for me i literally there was no giving up or um no struggle oh for goodness Mm. sake i better Mm. not have that it it, it was as soon as my awareness hits on something i'm like okay that's not so so for example with the food so there was always people around uh, who who would my sister's been vegetarian since she was you know first saw her a little bit a little bit of hair on the crackling <laughs> of uh, pork roast. Wow. She was like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, she was six or whatever, so she didn't say what the hell. But yeah. she was yeah. like, that's obviously a bit of animal. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely drew the line there and then. Wow. And uh, no no problem. Yeah. And uh, but it still doesn't register with me. So I don't judge people who who haven't come to that uh, aha moment. Like mm. yes. Well, it's, well, there's still a separation. It's like, that's yes. an animal and it's okay to do that. Yes. You know, so once this, that separation is very easy, it's a bit like all, all of our bad habits. Mm. Uh, if I'm separated from smoking uh, or over drinking, uh, then I don't have to think about the effects it's having on me. Yes, absolutely. You know, and the separation, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, uh, because it's not thinking that it's an animal. I don't need to look at it and go, oh, by the way, that's an animal. And as long as you don't yes. think about that, Yes, and and so that's how I came to it. Uh, is that if it, if that's an animal, if we, if we're all one, mm-hmm. it's certainly not my business to be responsible for any heartbeat stop. Yes, full stop. You yes. know, I believe with the energy clearing model, which is completely a heart-centered way of life, not necessarily in a fluffy, mm-hmm. sentimental way, mm-hmm. but the heartbeat is the one constant across the world. Yes. When people have been into a heart operating theatre and we rig ourselves up to the heart monitoring machine, mm-hmm. if I tune in to you or you tune in to me on an energy clearing level, our hearts immediately go into synchronicity. Yes. So if yes. they're in sync, and I know that I can do it with animals as well because a lot of my healing is with animals and a lot of my support is animal spirit guides with all their fantastic... You know, agility and and uh, and qualities. It just seems inappropriate to. You know, I need to be supporting life, okay. in whatever shape or form I find it. Great. Yeah. So that's that's my motivation. I suppose years ago 
I might not have been that. That was when I went when I went vegan. When I went vegetarian, I was in Jamaica. Yes. And because I had dreadlocks, everyone thought I was Rastafarian. Yes. And with, with, with the whole kit and caboodle of being uh, Rastafarian, which is all living things are equal. You know, they won't harm a mouse. Yes. Because yes. they think that every life form is equal. So yes. I love that. Yes. I was in a resort, Hedonism 2. What uh, a classic, you know. On the one hand, it was like wet t-shirt competitions. Yes. The other hand, people <laughs> were getting married. And then, well. and then in the middle, there was you know, all this great music and... And it was brilliant, an Italian restaurant called Pastafari. Wow. <laughs> and, but anyway, they took all the meat off the counter as I went along. Wow. And uh, yeah. when someone came over and said, showed me where the vegetarian stuff was. And I haven't eaten meat since. You know, yeah. I, I was like, first of all, I've never been shown that level of respect before. Yeah, yeah uh, fantastic. And yeah. so it, that was really lovely. And the 
later I went to uh, South Africa for my 30th birthday and had a kind of calamari frenzy, which was like, I think some sort of lobster or octopus, tiny octopus, something. And uh, it was like, oh, yum, 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 yeah, fish all the way, no problem. And then I was like, hang on a minute. Mm. And then I realised, no, that anything with a face, okay. again, is a, a living creature. It's absolutely not something I should be doing. Yes. And it just fell away, just flared away. And what I found, uh, and this is a tip for anybody who'd like to go, uh, vegetarian, vegan, and, and everything else, is that there is things that are evocative. So in the past, I would have had say, roast lamb for Sunday dinner at home, mm -hmm. just a little bit of roast potatoes and mint sauce. Yes. Totally evocative. Okay. And same with a horseradish sauce for instead of beef. Yes. Uh, or if you're trying to get off the drink, if you have tonic yes. and lemon without, without the gin. gin. Yes. It's, it's, we are, because we're energetic beings, we don't actually need, yes. it's like the placebo effect. Yes. We don't need all this, these are things of what we think makes up a proper meal or makes up a... I mean, there's 600 breatharians on the register, possibly more at this stage. Yeah. And to be a breatharian, you have not to have eaten or drunk anything for more than six years. Wow. So what we're capable of is imbibing what we need through releasing all resistance to our environment and just participating. Just yeah. you know, letting go of all ideas of what we think it's all about and all my, my needs and my tastes and my this that and the other so i'm not quite at that stage yet admittedly well i think you know even just being a vegan is getting close it's getting <laughs> close know, it's fantastic yes, yes. it's yeah. fantastic and yeah. i mean I've, I've read lots of books or well, yeah, i don't really read books i tend to delegate um but everyone i know has read the books <laughs> <laughs> like the china study where right. they combined uh, or they contrasted diets in china to diets in America and there's like no cancer and no heart problems and no weight problems yes. versus uh, they're, they're a vegan society. Yes. Okinawa, there's, their main diet is sweet potato. They have an average lifespan of 100 years. Wow. Yeah, average. So, and then there's Diet for New America, which is a wonderful guy, very, uh, very wealthy family. They owned, um, what's that? Not Tom and Jerry. What's that ice cream company in America? Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry, yes. He was set to inherit the whole thing. And he used that position to get in and out of all their dairy production facilities and just see what was going on. And he was horrified by the cruelty. You know, literally, <laughs> if you were anything that was male and wasn't going to produce milk, you know, it's just sent off down the production line, boiled wow. alive, you know, just... Wow. Straight in, just lovely facts like uh, a hen. Hens can organise their own pecking order up to 99, about, or 100, say. 100 hens can sort out the pecking order in, no, in five seconds. It's like, mm, I'm better than you. Wow. I'm, I'm a little bit above you. Okay, yep, fine. Everyone sorts themselves out. Anything over 100, they go into chaos and panic. And there's sometimes 22,000 Hens. Oh my goodness! Sitting, you know, sitting in these uh, things. So there's, there's terror and there's anyway. So he did a lot of exploration and he wrote Diet for New America. I don't know. You'd be hard pushed to come out of a book like that without thinking. I, I want to live organically, and and make sure that no harm comes to any living thing on my account.
sounds like it just gets rid of all the struggle mm. you know that it just becomes an effortless ease way of of, of just living living yeah and i did have fun with that for the last two years i was writing for the kilkenny local paper yes. the living well column yes. and it, it's it's great to be able to get these ideas out there because even though they're not mainstream yet not that many people are talking about them. I often laughed when I saw my column in the paper, you know, about awareness and consciousness and, and uh, vegan uh, recipes or whatever. It was coming to mind at the time. And I was like, this is funny. In the face of, you know, uh, oceans of sporting news, financial news, mm-hmm. crime, and that's, that's what I can think of, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and then my little column, like, today... We're looking at our emotional awareness and how we can have yeah. more fun with our partner on the dance floor. Great. The more we talk about it, yes. the more we're shifting our energy towards it. Yes. And then we can only create a utopia or even an enjoyable life mm-hmm. if we plan it. Yeah. Yes. Then it can happen. Then it can happen. Okay. So, if, you know, if you were to finish off with one thing... Uh, one bit of advice for <gasps> the listeners right now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, what would no, it be? I've never been very good at rounding up now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not the bit of advice. <laughs> really mean I've never been good at rounding up. No, no. <laughs> oh, uh, just to remind yourself every day 
So I'm a lot bigger than I... I'm a lot more than I think I am. more than I think I am. Yes. The old obvious one that I can't resist uh, is the gratitude one. Yes. Uh, it's, it's noticing. It's, mm, it's noticing all of that stuff around us. Yes. Because we're focused on, I, I don't have enough, yes. so I need to create more. Yes. But we're not even noticing what we've created already. Yes. Yeah. We're flip separate it, from it. Flip it on its head, I would say. Uh, every time you have a thought like that, like I'm not enough or I don't have enough or something being wrong, yes. flip it on its head and say, what everything is actually just working out? Yes. I've got what if be... that's just right? Yeah. Because it, of course it's just right. It doesn't matter what's arising. Of course it's just right. I mean, I've had some great fun. Uh, uh, that's why it's difficult for me to round up because like one thing, one thing I've practiced for two months was I'd say a day, I love the way everything's just working out for me. Yes. And when I first started saying it, it was slightly far from the truth. Yes, <laughs> yes because it's like, this is, I know this is negative, but um, it's meant to be working out for me. <laughs> yes. But it is. Yes. But it is. The it's more I t- told myself that and gave thanks for that, mm. the, the more that's exactly what I was creating. Yes. Solutions. 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 And uh, the other thing that I've had a lot of pleasure with is following my intuition. So instead of uh, what I used to follow, which is my head, I thought I had a great reasoning brain and I was, you know, philosophy was my background. So I was like, I thought this through and I'm definitely right. And this is what it's all about. (laughs) Um, I've given all that up and I'm like, what, what does my divine aspect, what do my divine aspects want me to do today? Yes. Yes. Just that. Yes. And, and then, and it might be you do mostly what you do all the time, mm-hmm. and one extra thing or yes. one less thing. Yes. But you just you stop that thing where you second guess yourself or where you're pushing on with drudgery and broken dreams. You're saying, I am now acting in accordance with my divine yes. aspects as well. Yes. And and once you commit to doing that, you get more and more opportunities. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I have a, an amazing uncle, and uh, he's very enlightened. But his whole thing is. It's been 26,000 years since this energy has been on the earth and we are lucky to be here right now to heal ourselves with it. And every single time something arises, we need to say to ourselves, I've won the lotto. Yes. I can, if I, all I have to do is just recognize it, not even analyze it, just let it go. Just identify it. So you just say, you know, you're observing it in yourself, you're letting it go. And every time you do that, all of that stuff that we're saying that's added on around us, it starts to dissipate and we become more and more connected to the oneness, connected to self. I think that's connected brilliant. to everybody. And it is a, it's such it's a great so opportunity. You know, and to be here, we are so lucky to be yeah. here in this. And to be so and well equipped. And well and well equipped. Yeah. I mean that that is the, the great gift.
while I've got you here, or while you've got me here, hang on a minute. <laughs> I, I would like why to say thank you. Well, one and present. <laughs> I would like to say thank you to uh, thank Margaret you. Denby for interviewing me and taking me on, taking me to task on <laughs> on my ideas. But we are making contribution. Now everybody, everybody's made contribution in, in some shape or form. I've got my book out there. People say to me, why don't you write another book? I'm like, oh, my goodness, I've got time for that sort of carry-on. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, especially now I've got the show and, and, and different things are happening, actually. And you've got your CDs. Yes. And they're ways of letting go of information yes. uh, uh, that has uh, held you kind of captive, you know, whether it's just smoking or overeating or... Yes which we certainly haven't overeaten today. It's a miracle if we don't pass out. But, uh, uh, but I want to say, uh, what's your website? Now, Margaret, as we know, and then Denmead, D-E-N-M-E-A-D.com. Yes. Brilliant. Well, everyone must have a definite look at that website because it's extremely high-tech, <laughs> extremely tasteful, yeah. and so much information yeah. and, and, and insight about how you can... Make changes in your life, in your life. And, and see them through, because that would yes. be your kind of speciality. Yes. I'm like, yeah, let's do this, and then uh, hope people pick up on it. And you, whereas you go, come back next week and tell me what you've actually done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant. So it's great. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it all works out. No, it's yeah. been fantastic, and I appreciate the opportunity That's to brilliant. share this time with you. Yeah, well, we might. We might God knows, we might do it again. Absolutely. Now we're on a roll. Brilliant. Lots of love. Uh, oh, and uh, speak to everyone next week. Sitting quietly, I begin the journey inwards. I become aware of the thoughts passing across my own mind. I sit and watch the thoughts. I don't judge them or try to change them. I sit and listen. And then, I begin to place thoughts on the screen of my mind. I am a powerful being. I am a powerful being. I am strong. I am a person of deep integrity and truth. I have courage. I allow these thoughts to penetrate deep into my body. I anchor them in every cell. 
I am powerful. I am courageous. And as I feel the change in my body, a vision of my future begins to emerge. It is a future filled with light. A future filled with happiness and joy and peace. I see myself walking on a beautiful beach. I feel so happy. My life is filled with purpose. I am surrounded by people who love me. There is a feeling of success, a feeling of joy. This is the feeling of my future. myself walking. I am powerful. I am strong and tall. I walk with purpose and I walk with joy. My heart has healed. And I am able once again to enjoy every day, to enjoy every moment. Once again, I am filled with happiness. Once again, I am able to love and be loved. Once again, I can trust. This is a vision of me, the person of courage who took the healing journey, who chose compassion and forgiveness, who chose to walk in love. And as I do so, love and forgiveness and compassion flows towards me. And I am able to create a life of purpose, a life of joy. And as I gently come back to my day, I open my eyes, I take a deep breath and I walk into my feet.
Thank you so much as well to Bliss Records for the use of Lucinda Drayton's music and wonderful meditations. That one's called Future Vision. And she can be contacted on Bliss Records for copies of, of her, her brilliant albums. And she has a new album out. As does J.P. Ryan, who I also want to thank. He's an absolutely lovely musician and songwriter. And I was working from his album Dancing with Anima and have been for the, for the last few weeks. And he has an album out too, coming out at the end of this month, I believe. But both, we, I have shows uh, in the archives of both those musicians, so I encourage you to listen to those as well if you get a chance. A great philosophy, a great sentiment, and a great contribution to this raising awareness through music and through understanding. So thanks a lot for listening and look forward to speaking to you next week. And obviously contact me uh, to find out more about any of the characters on the show, any of the concepts on the show at info at healingbyfrank.com or on Facebook. Uh, my new Facebook page is Harmony Hall Bioarchitecture Retreat. But if you can only remember Frank Micklem, I'm also still there on that page. All the very best and lots of love.